talk. It put me in motion. I'm saying purple like lavender. It put me in motion. I'm drinking medical potion. It put me in motion. On extra play with my niggas. It put me in motion. Put me in motion. It put me in motion. Put me in motion. It put me in motion. I used to play with my avatar. It put me in motion. On extra play with my niggas. It put me in motion. Watching the world from a telescope, keep my eyes on it. Raising my plane to the Astro, I can get mad at y'all. Careful to make a move, I can keep losing my avatar. Losing brothers to the struggle, I might roll up a whole pickle dog. Sending one up to my living fam, I put them in motion. High energy and cosmos, straight far as the ocean. Northern's coming from the heaven above, what's the commotion? I see the landmass stretch past the Arctic and Ocean. I don't want no reparation, give me what I deserve. What you stole from the cradle, you gotta take to the grave. Sending you back to the cave. The journey only for the brave. The journey for waking up slave. We finna start up a new way. I used to play with my avatar, it put me in motion. I'm seeing purple like lavender, it put me in motion. I'm drinking medical potion, it put me in motion. On extra play with my niggas, it put me in motion. Put me in motion. It put me in motion, put me in motion, it put me in motion, I used to play with my avatar, it put me in motion, on that you play with my niggas, it put me in motion. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. My gosh. You know, Coach Danger had that winning mentality, man. Coach Danger was just one of the first person, I would say, borderline just arrogant. You know, just that, that character. And hey, we good, man. Anybody who is um, not better than us, they won't beat us. But you're cold. you cold, man. You've been cold, cold. since kids, kids. Jermaine been cold. cold. Now you kids. cold. Now you cold. Now you cold. We cold water. <laughs> <laughs> right, this y'all get, get a room in. Come on, and bro, on, we used on. to kick it every day. When that man get off that bus, I and then they, 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 they pull it down and drop me off. We're going to drop our backpacks off and we'll come outside and look at each other like, What's up, man? What you want to do? You can argue with me, you can't argue with the number. You can't argue with the number. Argue with me, uh, argue with me all day. Oh man, I just, all right, not, not now. Go look at the number. So if I if, if I'm lying, I fly it and I'm and I'm real fat, man. I can't fly it. In the church, say everything you need, you can find it in the Word of God. That's an old Cortez song, right? So um, <laughs> yeah. So um, so if, if we believe that, then what I'm dealing with with mental health is supposed to be under two. Was I good enough to play in the WNBA? Maybe, maybe not. But I also had another option to make money. Yeah. And to make good money and still be able to do what I love. Like, man, like I got family members that that struggle. You see what I'm saying? And like, just to be able to to change their trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Like, change change their path, but like, like break the break the cycle on 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 them living like that. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's my motivation. Like, so I'll, I'll put credit there. I'm going to freeze it for a second. I just feel like... <laughs> so, um, 
Hey, but 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 the difference is too is like, and I know we'll get to this later. But when you buying that car, they're gonna find a way to squeeze you in that car. If your debt to credit ratio is too high with the house, that's gonna affect your buying power. Uh, I'm always be the better candidate in whatever I do, man. I ain't mad at that at all. And, and what and whatever I do, and uh, and one thing about it, whatever I do, I'm gonna have to. Everybody had the same mentality that I have, but. That didn't do nothing but open the door for someone else because you may feel like that with your approach, but the people that I'm helping love the way that I do things. Is he froze? I'm, I'm good. I'm here. He good, man. What you mean he froze? Like- Popping, man. Check. Oh man. I can't call it. My God, man. Running from the storm, dog. It's storming out here. Yeah, bro. We got a good one tonight. We're going to uh, we're gonna let Matt introduce our guest for tonight. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we had a good week last week. Uh, shout out to Brittany. She killed it. This week, we keeping it homegrown. Uh, another cold water representative. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tonight, we got the opportunity to introduce or to lock in with another one of Coldwater's own internationally known producer, rapper, musician, and a member of the Grammy Award winning Rising Stars Fife and Drum Band, uh, Chris C. Mallory. What's popping, dog? What's up? Oh, man. Yeah, what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> man, I can't call it. Everything good yeah. on your end? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it yeah. in. Got that, mother, got that motherland in you now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably still jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely tired. It's about three in the morning over there. Yeah, yeah boy. boy. It's good to see you, bro. I see you, you got the main, you know, maintaining the main, you know, yeah. up under there. Got to, got to. Hey, man, <laughs> so tired me. Yeah, yeah, so look before before we get started, man. Uh, I'm like, how do you keep that thing so wavy looking, man? You know, yeah, I, I think we're gonna keep it PG 13 today. Might <laughs> 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 not need to go into those details. <laughs> hey, en- enough said, man. But uh, but thanks for uh, coming on, man. Uh, we know you've been busy the last three weeks. We're gonna jump into it a little bit, but um, you know. Glad to have you here to carve out some time to talk about CMAL, you know. And with that, man, I'm just gonna jump into it with my first question. So, um, you know, and you know, you ain't doing no interview or nothing, so this open dialogue. So, you know, go go as far as you want, you know, go as shallow as you want. It's up, it's up to you on how you want to do it, man. But uh, my first uh, question, man, we're gonna start out your childhood and talk about cold water. You know, we know you spent quite a bit of time in Senatobi growing up, but you know, you still uh, cold water. Through and through. 
So, you know, we ain't gonna let someone talk to you climb you. We can't we can't let them climb you. You know, you got your <laughs> diploma out there, but that's about it. So everything else cold. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, so man, man uh, we're still gonna be able to go to homecoming when we can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to both of for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, man. So I know um I know you were um a little younger than I am, and you know, um, you know, we got some we got some things in common. So I'm gonna call a few of them out. From what I can tell, what I can see, you like to fish. I would assume you like to eat. All right. So uh, you know, you got a good grade of hair. You hop on air somebody, you assume somebody like to eat. <laughs> don't worry about it. We we, we got this. Look, we, we going I, 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 I might have took that. I don't know how to took that. I'm gaining a little weight too. Shit. I don't know how to took that. Hey, 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 we all like to eat. Put it that way then. That, that ain't about no man left behind. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so we we got a few things in common, man. I uh, I told Jake the other day. I said, uh, I said, man, think about it. What C Mail got going on? Mix me, you, and Mac together, and you got C Mail. You got my hair. You and Mac got the music thing going. You and Jordan got the band thing going. So you know, hey, just mix it all in, man. Did you just uh, say, did you just say hair? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Hey, he in a tornado, man. Don't worry about it. That's why. That's why we were delayed. Yeah, nah, we off after this. <laughs> but now, nah, man, out of uh, out of the things in common, man, one thing that you and I, and I don't know if you know it or not, we have in common is we both lost our mothers at a young age, and we, uh, you know, pretty much had other people to step up, you know, close family members to, um, you know, pick up the torch and carry us on. So that's challenging. First of all, you know it, I know it, you know, and with that, um, at times, you know. Some people don't don't do nothing. Don't want to do nothing, but you've accomplished a lot, you know, from your childhood. So, kind of tell us about that, man. How that, how you was able to do that, <clears throat> man. I would say I owe it all to, you know, the people that stepped up, like my uncle Vernon Jackson. You know, I owe my life to him. Uh, everybody around him, you know, Loretta Cedric, Ken Hayes, all them. Played a part in raising me, Miss Bernice Jackson. Everybody, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it was hard, but you know, I still struggle with that. But yeah, oh yeah, same, same here, bro. And so, like, so I'm just proud of what you've been able to accomplish, man. And you, you're able to see things today that other people don't get a chance to see. And you know, um, some people look at it as a blessing. I look at it as you work hard, play hard. So you know, I know for you. Work ain't work. So, uh, you know, <laughs> just keep pushing. Yeah. Yep. yeah um, so, Chris, I was just going to follow that up with just asking, man, you know, um, just 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 tell us about you, you know, growing up, uh, you know, as a child. What, like, what was that like? Oh, uh, I grew up on Marion Evans, Crosstown, right over by the school. Uh, lived with my mom. My grandma had passed. She was staying there. So it was just me and my mom. She was disabled. So I kind of just got away from the house when I could, mostly for church. You know, me and Matt went to church together. So saw him a lot. Um, and that was up until age 13 when I really just got out the house. <laughs> and that's when I started making music yeah when i was about 13 
So, and then just kind of talk about, uh, I know you were living in Coldwater, but you were going to school uh, in Senatobia. I guess just, just kind of uh, talk about that for a minute. Or did, did you ever go to Coldwater at, at some point? Yeah, I went to Coldwater till fifth grade. And when my mama got down sick, it was just more convenient for me to go to Senatobia. <clears throat> so uh, every morning, my uncle would pick me up and take me to school, whether I wanted to or not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just it came, it became one of those things that I grew to love and you know, looked at it and found the good and made it the best. Okay. So how did uh how would you say growing up in cold water has prepared you for the world? You gotta be tough. You know, cold water is I would say everybody from cold water has the same mentality of not necessarily getting out of cold water, but showing people that you can come from cold water and do big things. You know, we have that small town mentality. And going to Sinatobia, I got to see other people, but I still had that same cold water mentality of wanting to do a lot. You on mute, Eric. I was just about to say, am I tripping? Hell, I thought, I, hell, I thought all y'all tripping. I ain't know what y'all doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so, man, think about Coldwater and Sinatobia. I know when we were younger, man, it was always like beef between Coldwater and Sinatobia. So when you kind of transition over, man, uh, I would assume you kind of just, I, I'm going to say, fell in or, or fit right in. So how, how was that transition? Yeah. I, did, I mean, I had a few family members down there and I had a few other people from Coldwater that came to Senatobia. So we kind of hung together. Um, yeah, at, at times I would not tell people I was from Coldwater to avoid beef. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, eventually they found out. All you had to do call rap on them. They, you know, they Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap on both of them. <laughs> yeah. So man, uh, you um, you know, we we talk about just childhood. I'm I'm just gonna just gonna open the door for you. What's your best cold water memory? At times we ask people this, but what's your best memory about cold water overall? Man, <laughs> I don't even know if I can say this yet. Oh, uh, I it's think cool. it would. Bad beer from <laughs> oh yeah you can say that beer from the lippers <laughs> <laughs> when, I was, when I was little I bought some beer when I was little <laughs> I think that was that was pretty like that was top secret <laughs> yeah, man. when when nothing like them five dollar bumpy bags was it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, all right, so you know we 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 can move on. I know we're gonna continue talking about cold water through and through, but uh, let's let's talk about you know you and and you know CMAB beats. Um, I think you already answered Matt question, but uh, I'm gonna ask it again. Ask it again. Maybe somebody <laughs> just got on. 
You just had to say that shit. Then. <laughs> I know you saw me smiling because you smiled. Yeah, I did. I saw hey, you. So I think you said you was 13, but when you got into music, but uh, were you 13 specifically when you started making beats or was it uh, something different? When I was 13, I was in beginner band. And at the same time, I found a way to get the Fruity Loops studio. It was like Fruity Loops 6 or 7. And I had found a way to get the demo version, and I started playing around with it. But for the most part, it started out with band. I was a drummer. Hey, yo. Just for clarification, Eric, he ain't talking about cereal. He talking about software. I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. you. Fruity Loops. <laughs> hey, I, I was just about to start Googling, man. I was about to say, let's sign Fruit Loops. <laughs> See, I remember, I remember, I think, I don't know if you had just started, but I know, like, you was experimenting. I remember one time, I was looking through my messages. I don't know if you had another Facebook page. I deleted the messages or what. But I remember one time you sent me some beats. Uh, I was getting ready to, I don't know if I was getting ready to drop an album or, or you was just sending them to me or whatever. But I just remember being like, nah, I can't rap on these yet. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's what I said exactly, but they weren't there yet. And I yeah. just remember you like, I don't think, I don't know if you took it personal then. You didn't show me that you took it personal no type of way. You just went back to work. But I just remember like, years later down the line watching you grow watching you develop and then like eventually us working together uh me getting beats from you more you know on several occasions so yeah. uh can you talk to me about you know staying down and, and how you developed your craft over time man I mean, first off i want to say i appreciate you patty man chaos y'all really kept it real with me, took me under y'all wing and just, you know, made me work harder. You know, y'all would bring me to the studio, show me how it's supposed to sound for real. And I would be like, I would be in the studio like, man, I don't deserve to be here. Hmm. And I'd be like, I'm going to go back. I got to learn how to do it like this. I got to make mine sound like this, you know. And they really pushed me to be more competitive with my music. That's dope. I never even never even knew like you looked at it like that, but I just I do remember like uh it was sometime this week when when after we confirmed you was coming on or whatever, I was just like I wonder if I still got the messages because I was gonna put them up yeah uh just to show them but I do remember like early on you sent me some and it just wasn't up to par yet. And it wasn't like you, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no ill will. Like, you took it in and, like, I ain't never talking to Mac no more, this, that, or the third. But it was just like, hey, you went back in the lab and then you came back, you know what I'm saying, harder later with and and you're still going. Yeah, I finally got one and, and you killed it. <laughs> it took, I think it took about a year, another year. Yeah, yeah, that, that's dope, man. Yeah, yeah so... So uh, just kind of stepping back, uh, Eric mentioned earlier, we had being in a band in common. So I know you went from Senatobia to Northwest to Ole Miss. Just kind of, you know, walk us through those transitions going from high school and, and, and uh, on down on down the road. 
so Senatobia, I was kind of, I ain't even going to say slipped on. At first, we didn't have the resources that we needed to be great drummers. It was about 10th grade, we got a new band director, and he was a drummer. And he kind of took me under his wing and kind of made me relearn how to play the drums. And I think it was my senior year, I became an all-state musician. And that was like when I realized, yeah, I, I believe I can go to college and do this. And, you know, Northwest, it's easy to get a scholarship from Northwest. You know, <laughs> you're right across the street. When you're yeah. at Southern Cold Water Independence, they basically just bring you in. So uh, I wasn't even planning on going to Northwest. I planned on going to Jackson State. <laughs> and whole bunch happened and I can't remember how I ended up going to Northwest but it was last minute like they had started drum camp and everything <laughs> and I ended up going walking in and reclaiming my scholarship and making the drum line and I played there for two years and it was like they just walked me right in Ole Miss yeah. So it was an easy road from Northwest to Old Miss. So I never was in the band, man. How how can you uh how does one become a all state musician? Like I I was all state basketball before, but of course I know, you know what I'm saying? I know I don't know how you how do you separate like do y'all have different competitions for the band to uh, separate like the drum line and from all of the diff- other instruments. Yeah, I ain't get to dunk on nobody. So <laughs> we had yeah, we had tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had different tryouts, levels of tryouts. You had to go to Tupelo, Jackson, wherever, wherever the auditions were gonna be to get yeah. basically ranked in the state. Okay. Like, okay. So let me and let me just say this for the record: you were talking about resources at Senatobia. I can assure you, y'all had more than we had at Coke. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when I say when I say resources, I mean we Man. had a band director that was like just play ding 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 instead of. Teaching us all the rudiments and stuff that we needed. I got you. I got to, you. to the next level. <laughs> so, Chris, from, from your point of view, I know um, putting in all that work, becoming a producer. So, what is the easiest? I'm not gonna say easiest. What's the best and toughest parts of being a producer? The best part is, I mean, you don't have hours. I can, I can decide when I wanna. As far as the beats, I can decide when I want to make beats. And I might sell one beat and it'll be worth the whole day, worth the work. Hmm. Um, did you say the hardest part? Yeah, what's the toughest part about being a producer? Listening the to small part, rap. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is I think is dealing with rejection sometimes. I think that can put a damper on some people. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's I think that's the toughest part for me. So, yeah. so for you, follow up question. For you, is it more skill? Hard, what would you say is, is comes the most from you? Skill or hard work? Uh, definitely skill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I say that because I don't try to. I don't try to force it. Yeah. I I am a hard worker, but I've learned that I've gotten way further by just allowing things to happen. Yeah. And being ready to accept what's going to happen. That remind me of this quote I was looking at the other day. I think it was some sh some shit about uh, a plumber charging you $150 for an hour for 10 minutes worth of work. And they was like, hey, I, I only charge you a, a dollar for the 10 minutes worth of work. I charge you 149 for knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. look, it, 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 Mac was uh Mac was slipping this in about whack rappers. Like, how do you how do you manage that? Just say like you got somebody you coming in. I'm not suggesting that you work with anybody that's whack, but just say somebody that's coming in into the studio, and you know you really just not feeling their their flow, but they got money to pay for the beat, right? Yeah. How do you, how do you manage that? Like, are you comfortable with putting your work? you know, uh, or give me your work to somebody who, like, they might just not be all that when it comes to rapping? Uh, it it kind of comes with the territory. I've learned to hide my facial expressions, give the best advice, and, you know, on my end, make it sound the best that I can make it sound. With a beard like that, you can hide everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I done polished plenty turds. <laughs> oh, and, and I guess my, my, my follow-up question uh, to that would be just considering, you know, all of your accomplishments, everything you've done, like, what does that motivation and drive come from to just still get in the studio and create, you know, magic. My kids. This, I mean, it's just I want. I like to see. It started with my son CJ. It's just like he's so proud that that I'm doing something that a lot of people can't do. And now I look at my other son Brody, and he, you know, every time he see me in the studio. He have to come in and press press all the buttons. <laughs> you know? So it, it's all about the kids. Yeah. For sure. That's dope. So what uh at what point did you decide uh you know what I'm gonna go ahead and pick up the mic. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and rap or, or make some music of my own outside of just producing. It came from, I mean, it came from a lot of hurt, and it it came from a real dark place 
in my life and I felt like I had to get a lot of this stuff out so it won't sit on me. And for the most part, the music is just promotion for my production. Mm. Smart, smart move. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um, and I definitely feel you about you know getting that hurt out. Uh, yeah. So to follow up that though, with with making beats, um, or producing, and your extensive knowledge of it, with all the things you've done, accomplished places you've been, have you ever thought about uh doing any type of classes or offering instructional courses for up and coming producers? Yeah, if I can, if I can sit down long enough. I do, I do want to, you know, help younger producers. I have um, helped a few younger producers, guide them, you know, uh, on a personal level, teach them how to make beats and all that, uh, show them how to sell their beats, teach them how to present themselves to the public. You know, that's yeah. that's the journey I put them on. That's what's up. I'm uh, I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna try my luck soon, when, whenever I have time. Oh so, yeah. So I can sell. So I can sell some beats and, and some lyrics to. I really want to do it like how you say you made the music to to uh, you know promote your beats or, or so another avenue for people to hear your beats. I kind of want to do the same thing or either like even teaming up with people uh, to offer songwriting uh, or or get songs heard in front of the right people. Uh, I'm trying to transition. I already transitioned from rap really before this last album, but uh, probably still going to make music, but I still feel like somehow I got to be involved. So I'm trying to figure out like how, how do I write these songs for other people and not just people from where we from, but like people that's going to give me that check at the end of the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. So make some cover, not covers, but um, what you call the joints? I don't even, I can't even think of the name of it, but basically when you record a song and send it off and they might use bits and pieces of it. Uh, oh, like some sync licensing. Yup. Yeah. Well, the, the sync licenses and then also, um, Damn, what what they tell what they said uh Drake did when he stole from old buddy, uh the, what they call the, the song that he took it from. Uh, I don't know why my mind blank, but yeah. anyway, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so, so see now, I saw you on there with Bobby Rush, man. What you what you doing hanging out with Bobby Rush, man? <laughs> oh, that's my boy, that's my fishing buddy. <laughs> 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 That's a, that's a freaky old guy, man. You got He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, we do a show called Voices of Mississippi, mm-hmm. and he plays the harmonica. I play drums. This guy named uh, Luther Dickinson plays guitar. Marcus Machado and my girlfriend Sade Thomas. She plays the fife, you know, she's the best fife player in the world. And we have been doing that show all around United States. Hopefully next year we're planning to take that out of the country. 
Okay. That's super dope. Yeah. So um speaking of that, I see how you slipped that in that your girl's the best five player in the world. He might be in a doghouse girlfriend, but uh I hope oh, she is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to I have to soften it up. It is eight thirty. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, what's, that's what's up, though. He ain't night fishing, I can tell you that. <laughs> yep. so, so, look, man, uh, if you had the opportunity to work with anybody in the world, uh, I know you mentioned your girlfriend being the best in the world, what she does. If you had the opportunity to work with anybody in the world, who would it be and why? Hmm. I've been having Lizzo on my mind a lot, and it's mostly because she plays the flute. And I just want to create something with her and Sade to, you know, I'm just fascinated with, with flutes and and the fife now. And I think it's a very slept on instrument. The flute? Yeah. And Lizzo plays the flute. Huh? Yeah, that, so, that, so, that so when y'all see him working with Lizzo, you saw it here first. How you gonna present yep. it though? You gonna you gonna take the production and let her play the flute on there, or you gonna already have it? I mean, I, the way I approach it now, I don't I don't go in with anything. I just yeah, you cook up on the spot. Yeah, I just create from scratch, and wherever it goes, that's where it goes. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. Chris, um, yeah, I know you had mentioned your boys uh, a little bit earlier. Um, I know you said they come in the studio and playing around, but uh, myself being a drummer, I've tried to teach or tried to get my boys to get into music uh, to no avail. Uh, like, have you tried to get your boys into drumming or playing any instruments? Oh, uh, I, I got a different approach. I kind of put the instruments to where they can access them and I don't really try to teach them a certain way to do it. I want them to figure it out like I did because if you if you kind of teach kids art, they'll be put in a box. That's what I feel. So yeah. I kind of let them play around with all the instruments and decide what you want to do. Yeah, it'll kind of take away their creativity and they kind of have your style versus right. their own style. Yeah. You know, I, don't <laughs> I ain't on mute. I ain't on mute. I said, you don't know nothing about no music. Oh, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can listen to it. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, how, how you, uh, how would you say you're able to balance your career, uh, music, and being a father? I don't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. It it kind of spills over. I find myself with the kids in the studio, with the kids, you know, wherever I'm at. Um, or, or the other way around. You know, I'm playing with them in the yard and listening to music in my ear. You know, mm -hmm. It all just runs together. And I guess with being busy, it just is no way to really balance it. <laughs> you just gotta take it how it comes. Yeah. 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 
I uh I was doing a little research, a little homework uh on you. And you did another interview a few months ago. Um, and I heard you mention um I think he was asking you about your hair and how you got your hair. And you mentioned uh not knowing your father, right? Yeah. And uh so I, I was just curious to know like how, how has that impacted um your fathering style and um you know how you try to go about raising your boys. I ain't never thought about that. Um, I think it just makes me want to be there more. And, you know, I don't think the world is big enough for anybody to be without their dad. You know, especially young black men. Mm -hmm. Need our dads. Yeah. 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 And and, and, and despite that, <clears throat> looking from the outside in, I would say that you had a superior or a great father figure. Oh uh, yeah. In, in your uncle. You know, uh, we all we all looked up to him in the community. The same as with Miss Jackson. You know, I know we had uh we had cousin Cedric on here back around the holidays. <laughs> So oh, we, yeah. had, we had a very, a very deep conversation with him about uh, mental health, and uh, he touched on some great stuff, man, that was, was beneficial to us all. So, you know, just being in that environment, you know, I, I can I can only imagine the support and the, and the love that you that you got from it. But uh, what positive traits or best practices would you say that you you've gotten from from Uncle Vernon or cousin Cedric that that you would pass on to your kids? Uh, I couldn't ask for better father figure and I think I adopted the oh we ain't gonna worry about it type of attitude that he had <laughs> with certain stuff negative stuff mostly and you know when I was growing up I would see him work harder than I've seen anybody work in and out the house in and out the house for me because all his kids were grown and I was like, dang, this ain't even really my dad. And he, like, he grinding, like, for real. So it kind of made me to where I felt like I had to do the same for my kids, you know. When, when you talk to him, I don't know if he's watching or not, but tell him uh, that we don't hear highlighting people from cold water. So we, we ain't leaving him out. So uh, uh, let, let him know we want to talk to him. <laughs> all, right. all right. He's on me. Yeah, you lost words tonight. If I was trying to ask questions, you'd be all over. <laughs> Have an attitude. I was trying to ask questions. I'm trying to give you time. And you you hold us up. What's up with that? I ain't holding you up, man. Man, I don't see where I'm next on here anywhere. Hey, what would you, you say if you ain't holding me down? You holding me up? Yeah, you talking about. So, see, man, at, at some point, uh, early on, I, I know you mentioned your girlfriend, and so I, don't, I mean this with all due respect. Uh, are you able to speak to us about earlier challenges of being a single father or having to cope with the loss of your older son's mother? Oh, yeah. I mean, I still deal with that. 
Um, I don't think I'm gonna ever get over that. Just you know, when a person leaves without any type of closure, any explanation, you know, you kind of you're gonna always wonder. And I can only imagine what my son is going through with that. You know, I'll never be able to give him all the answers. I just have to pick up the pieces as it goes. And I think my family made it way easier than anybody could have ever made it for me to be a single father. You know, mm-hmm. even my girlfriend, Charade, she makes it way easier on me. You know, everybody has played a part in raising him. So, I haven't raised him by myself. Yeah, yeah. That's good you know, that you was able to have that support on such a trying and tough time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy, man. I, I'm just thinking about this. Um, I, like I mentioned, when we opened up, you know, I know you and I came up similar childhoods, whatever. But uh, you, you become an Uncle Vernon, whether you know it or not, to your own son. You know, yeah. like I said, I asked the question earlier about, you know, the positive things that he instilled in you. And then now, you know, I know you're a father and, you know, you got kids or whatever. So you're able to do that and take those same things you saw him do when you was a kid to, to make his life better. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's where I want to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to be. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no better person in the world to be than Vernon Jackson to me. <laughs> Y'all cut that beard off her though. Oh no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> this is not to take it, not to take anything away from Mr. Vernon uh, or Cedric or, or, or Kendrick, or, you know, anybody else you name. But um, I guess just in in the music realm, like who 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 were some of your biggest you know inspirations uh, as far as um, getting you into music? Um. Locally, um, I'll say one, Mac, um, oh, Duke, Chaos, um, everybody that was doing it back then. Hold on, hold on. Did you say me? He talking Mac, man. He talking Mac. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody that was, that was doing it back then. Um, Cedric. Seeing him play the keyboard, you know, directing choirs, Loretta, you know, all of them played a part in my music upbringing. Hey, was you ever in the choir with us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like my memory be foggy, dog. I remember being yep. there. Like yeah. I, I didn't know if you was in there. You and Ricky. Yeah, me, <laughs> me and my man was down. Yeah, shoulder to shoulder back back then in the in the choir everywhere, man. Church in the choir, wherever we was at. Uh, oh yeah, I remember being in choir hers on time. Then here come Mac in the in the Celica. Wow. <laughs> 45, 45 minutes late. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mac, don't look here. Be watching on the main. No. <laughs> And then, like, kind of, kind of on that same token, Chris, like, 
I don't know if you've thought about this, but who would you say that one person is that probably don't know that they actually had a impact on you um, that uh, they could be watching tonight, but uh, you know, you can tell them. Man, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Princeton. Princeton, he, he just a, a stand up guy and just watching him become who he is as a producer in movies and TV, you know, that kind of gave me something to look up to in the music. You know, I actually bumped into him when I was uh, extra in Young Rock. Mm. So, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't speed past that extra in Young Rock, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got my acting on then. <laughs> That's so, dope. What part are you playing in, in Young Rock, man? Man, I don't know. I was a wrestling fan, and the wrestler kind of pushed me out the way and took my chair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's dope. I ain't know that. That's dope, man. We uh, I don't know if you saw in the intro, but we actually had Princeton on the show, and uh, he was telling us uh everything he was doing uh as a showrunner uh on Young Rock. So that, that's dope. Oh yeah, yeah, I got to see him in action. Yeah, that's super dope. Matthew Mac. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Go ahead, do your thing, man. You do transitions. I don't do transition. So now we're gonna transition to you know this Grammy, this this uh Africa experience and, and everything else. Fitzpatrick decides he wanna get into since he done acting like he ain't the person that be doing transitions all the time. So uh know you just returned from Africa, but prior to that, um I also know that you've been to other countries, uh and I know Africa is a continent, Fitzpatrick. So don't say. I ain't said a word, bro. We're on the same page. We together here. But I know you've been to other countries uh, for music-related activities before. But can you speak to us about some of those places? And yeah, I'll lead a follow-up for after that. Um, I've been to London, France, and Switzerland for sure. <laughs> and I'm going back to London and Germany this year. So what, what were those experiences like? Was it part of the band or were you over there as a producer or in what capacity? Um, a little of both. This past time in London, it was more musician and like assistant producer because it was kind of a a big thing that we can't really can't really speak on it yet. <laughs> so when but was that trip? That was I think that was Jan no, that was November because it was right around Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, yeah, that I asked just because you said you can't speak on it yet, so I'm trying to see how long it's been. That's dope. What yeah. cooking? Oh yeah. Then you gotta go back to cold water and argue with local rappers, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's an argue with local rappers. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying he, 
in London producing, and then you got to come back and listen to somebody rap about money that can't pay you at the at the decision. <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, from this day forward, if you hadn't been already, put some respect on C Mad name, man. Hey, what 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 Fat Joe say? Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yeah. Hey, so so Chris, uh, like just just like kind of detail the uh you know how the Grammy came together. Well, not the Grammy came together, but the work that led to the Grammy. Uh, came together and how y'all how they came how y'all came to be a part uh, of that project. That's I mean that's been years in the making. We kind of rebuilt something from the ground up, and I'm just uh, a support for Sade and her vision. You know I try to be the best producer on that that end as possible and we didn't even expect to get in that Grammy situation and it kind of popped up and we was like we gonna win this Grammy <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of surprised all of us so did, did y'all get to actually go to um the, the 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 show and participate in all the red carpet and and all of that or was it kind of like a you know we're gonna set this on behalf of you know yeah it was that we didn't go this year me and Sade went to the Grammys in 2016 or 17 for another nomination um hopefully we get to go next year because we're working on an album that's probably going to drop this summer. Yeah. So, so you mentioned a fight earlier, and like like Jordan tried to call out earlier that I ain't I don't know music. What's a fight? <laughs> uh, it's a bamboo cane that she makes into a fife by burning holes into it mm -hmm. and hollowing out the inside. Okay. It's kind of like you don't like, don't worry. I, I YouTube later. <laughs> no, no, hey, it's like you know the the thing you know your auntie probably used to buy for you. You know when y'all went to the store. It big stop. The one that had a big stop. <laughs> no, she used to get you a, turn around. You get you a plastic one though, and then be broke by the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but she got the real thing. The jumping trade day. <laughs> yeah. When she got you that belt with uh with Eric on it, <laughs> the leather belt <laughs> with some skins, <laughs> with some skins. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even trading without no skins, my boy. <laughs> but um, Eric, you got you got a question? Go ahead, go ahead. I got uh, you. I was just gonna say, man, like. Uh, it's just been an honor, you know, to watch, you know, your journey, watching it, you know, of course, on social media. And uh, I know you've been able to travel abroad, you know, a few times, as you just mentioned. But, like, just over the past couple of weeks, I feel like, you know, it's been something pretty special. Uh, so I was just going to ask, like, have you had time to let that all, like, sink in? And uh, if you have, like, what, what was that? 
what was that moment like, you know, when it did settle in? Man, I haven't had time to let it soak in. I'm still kind of jet lagged. And when I got back, it was right back to to work. Um, as I slowly try to process it, I realized that, man, it's a totally different world over there. Like, <laughs> it's like like Mac was playing, saying, you got to come back and, and argue with, with local people. It's like they don't even argue over there because they have so much to worry about. Mm. And any little positive thing can brighten their day. Mm. And the longer I'm here, the more I realize that, yeah, it is more to life than the little petty stuff we be mad at. Yeah. Our problems ain't nothing compared to that. Yeah. And and, and to that and to that point, man, what influence um was that trip put on you when when it comes to just thinking about that man? And I know we all know what slavery is and how, how we got here. And you know, a lot of us have the, the goals and the dreams to go back to Africa, you know, at least to visit like you did and to help out, you know, do missionary work, whatever. Yeah. But what influences they had on you, man, and the way you're gonna approach life going forward? <laughs> not be not be so judgmental of stuff. Um not even play about certain stuff anymore because some of the stuff that, that we find playful is very serious over there. And you know, these people they see us as their brothers and sisters for real. And you know, we kind of take life and make it about money and and different things that is not really important. And like I said, I haven't even processed all of it. You know, going there and seeing the the good stuff because they have big buildings there that that they don't show on TV. But they also have the villages that don't have running water or or internet or anything. Like it was one stretch of time where we went days without no internet or charging our phones and you know, it's real over there. What part were you in? Uh we went to Senegal and we went to Guinea Bissau. So West Africa. Okay. That uh those villages and, and exactly what you're saying about us having so much to be thankful for. It kind of remind me like uh my first time in Iraq, 18 or I think I was 19 at the time, leaving Coldwater and going going to Iraq. And uh, you know, my plans was my job in the army is communications and IT stuff. So I'm thinking I'm gonna be chilling. Well, not really chilling because it was war for real, but you know what I'm saying, out of harm's way for the most part. And then some kind of way I end up to where I used to be out every day in the streets. Um, and, and being there, uh, like seeing the huts and the villages and people, like I remember like the 
what I remember most is like the first time I was on patrol, probably like after midnight, and I saw a kid sleeping outside. Like it was almost like a carport, but it was like a hut with a bed built on the outside. And like that's when like I realized like even though I still complain, you know, it's hard to go away from your ways, but uh, I try to still remember like, man, we got so much to be thankful for. Uh, There's people out here like really stuff that we call struggling, they'll be happy to live that way. Yeah, like it's people now that we met there that's probably trying to watch this live that really trying to get over here just to even have an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. And I think um <clears throat> I don't know what the economic situation is over there right now, but Africa has a lot to offer, but just don't have the resources <clears throat> because so many countries still pull from Africa, like the US. We get we get so much stuff from Africa. But um, you know, I guess it's that that root of what slavery was and you know that Africa's not accepted as much outside of people going over to tour. But when you talk about the money situation over there and the food situation and water and internet, like how, how much of it is, you know, how you see on TV where the, the kids are starving and all that. Did you guys interact or encounter any of that? Oh, I didn't see anybody starving. For the most part, their system is based on helping each other, which I haven't seen before ever. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not they're more, more focused on bringing in our money from the tourists than taking money from each other. That's what I saw. So so it's night and day from the way our black community is on this side of the yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, it ain't a million boutiques and 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 stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's you know, everybody has what they need. And they're 14, content with it. 14, 15 barbershops. Nah, I seen I seen one or two in the whole country. Eric, <laughs> I'm gonna ask the question you really want to ask. Uh-huh. Was there any hot wing spots? Uh <laughs> you, know, you couldn't find a hot wing in the whole country if you wanted to. You probably found a goat wing. <laughs> a goat wing. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. Yeah, that's dope, man. Did you uh looking back? Um, and I know you know. I feel like I don't know how you feel personally. I feel like this is just the beginning. Um, so, but still looking back, did you ever think music would take you this far? Man, me and Sade was, was looking back and we was like, dang, we really did that. <laughs> and like you said, it is just the beginning. And as you notice, it's been busy like the last month. And it did, it just like one, one week can change your whole life. And we just started to see those changes. That's dope. So, Chris, I, I, <clears throat> go here, Eric. Five years from now, 
Where, where should we see, see my outlet? Um, probably stealing cold water, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as far as living, you know, I don't think I ever want to leave cold water. I love the people. I love the laid-backness of living here, the low cost of living. Like, I'm, I'm a simple person. I don't really need a whole lot. So, so you, so you gonna open the performing arts school in Coldwater five years? That's what we're I saying. Would, I would like to. I would like to at least start with the after-school music program. After what school? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, when they when they ship back, they were supposed to be funny. They were supposed to be funny. I mean, but. Uh, last week we did the episode while, while you was out of the country uh, with Brittany. Um, she has a lot of plans uh, or initiatives and thoughts and ideas to be able to better help and serve the community. So I feel like uh, not just you, not just her, but like as a collective, a lot of us um, at some point could be able to provide something uh, of some value giving back to the community uh, in, in such ways as art, music, any after school programs, all of that, even, even if the school ain't there, even if the school isn't there. Let me correct that for Fit Patrick try to do that. Man, I use ain't all the time, man. I use ain't all the time. Come on. Come I, I do too, but since I was talking about school, I figured I'd <laughs> church it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I think somebody, if not all of us together, do have to do something because I mean the kids not gonna start gonna stop being born. Some people spitting them out two, three, four, five, six, seven at a time. So, <laughs> I know somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we gonna have to do something. <laughs> we gonna have a <laughs> yeah. Don't have a problem if we don't. Hey man, uh, before before we let you get out of here, uh, we was gonna do some uh, with you tonight. Just kind of a few ra- rapid fire uh, questions. Uh, so uh, just before we let you go, we know you got to go. Get ready to uh, fry them uh, goat wings. <laughs> so uh, fry out some catfish in the sink. <laughs> so uh, just off the top. Uh, Cash App or Venmo? Cash App. Bill Street or Bourbon Street? Bill Street. Get pissed either way. It don't matter. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Huddle House or Waffle House? Waffle House. All right. Big Star. Bring back Big Star or K's? Is Moe's an option? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Your your choice. It's your world. Yeah, big stop, Moe's, one of them. <laughs> All right, and the last one, Coldwater Police Department or Senatobia Police Department? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Is we talking about Coldwater with, with Charles McGee or Coldwater with Ricky Dan? We talking about Ricky Dan today. Today. <laughs> 
right, let's, let's go with Cole Water. In what capacity? Locking him up yeah. or helping him out? I got an extra why on that one. Hey, man, look. You too, Joy? Yeah, I'm too. Okay. Right. Don't you say nothing about, about dude today. Man, look, I, I, I'm all <laughs> big and better things, man. Oh, all right, baby, cool. Cool. Hey, see, ma'am. Yo. All right, Jordan did the this or that. Out of these three guys here, if you had to go and get that beard cut off, who 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 would you let cut it first, second, or third? You mean shape it up or cut it out? Shape it up. We're we're gonna shape it up because you ain't about to cut. take the most skill shaping it up. Anthony got a beard, so I'm, I'm gonna go with Anthony number one. All right, <laughs> Mr. Fox Trot number one. All right, uh, oh no, Michi, Michi gotta go number two because he got a fresh line on his beard. Okay, <laughs> and if I'm going clean, I gotta go with Ken. All right, <laughs> so, so, so in other words, no matter what you want, you can't go wrong on this picture, then, right? Yep, can't go wrong. All right, so with that being said, next week we're going to have these three guys on uh, for our Barber's edition of Sticks and Stones. So the OGs of Davis Barbershop, we're going to bring them all together. I'm, I, let me rephrase that. The second round of OGs, because Will Merrill, the OG himself, of Davis Barbershop, we're going to bring them on. Because uh, when we was, we was coming up, these were the guys who uh, who were in Davis Barbershop. But what I, what I want to know is uh, – who learned how to use their phone on their shoulder and be able to line us up right without messing it up? And who cut the most heads consecutively with their phone on their shoulder out of these three? That's what I really want to know. Most definitely, and 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 the guy. I'm talking. I'm talking pre Bluetooth now. Pre Bluetooth. I'm talking, I'm talking muscles in the face. Can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> I have never heard nothing that he said. Earlier. Never, never. Hey, 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 hey! He had a hell of a mic. He had a hell of a mic on that damn phone. Ain't he? The only three words you're gonna hear is "is Anthony speak." It's only. Hey, hey, hey sit down. That joke will be talking to you, and you can't hear him in the chair, can? Uh, uh, no. Well, yeah, on the phone, are you talking to me? I, swear, yeah, I, I remember being like, huh, so many times. <laughs> huh? Hey, hey, Ken, Ken and Mitchie, when Ken and Mitchie came through, when they got them, them straight razor straight, they had cordless phone and the Motorola Bluetooth, so we got to hear all sides of that next week. I'm surprised they got on cricket them next, though. Man. Yeah, y'all. Next week we're gonna have uh, the barber zone. See, man, we appreciate you, man, for coming on. Uh, appreciate wish, you, wish you well. Yeah, yeah, man. Looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, what else you got coming up. Uh, what else you doing? Looking forward to working with you again. And uh, before we get up out of here, I'm gonna play this last joint we did. Uh, that all I want is the money. Then yeah. we're gonna call it. Then we're gonna wrap this wrap this thing up. Screaming time for the morning to my hands.
Don't smile yep. in my face That's no right. more. Don't ask to come to my place no more. Don't ask my race no more. Cause all I want is bass pumping from the speaker. Get lit. Chain my sneakers. Get rich. Sit back and chill. Dream about blue vintage bill. With a bad bitch that like him for me. Give a fuck about a record deal. All I want is the hood meal. Sipping purple, no bill drill. Might not need ad lil. Pop a perk like an ad bill. Eat Switch card. Change the lane. But I'm still in my own lane. Leave out no ball, man. Everybody want to ball, man. But all I want is the money. Everybody want to ball, man. But all I want is the money. No nigga that sell birds, all I want to do is sell words. Because all I want is the money. Because everybody want to ball, man. But all I want is the money. Wonder with the money, got this shit real like a mummy. Pistol on me, tuck like a tummy. 499 on my own goal line, I'm a rent it, ain't punt. Yeah, all I ever wanted with the bread. They want me locked up in the feds. Yeah, yeah, you ain't talk about the money when you call me, then it really ain't shit to be said. Nah, everybody want to ball, probably never made the team. All I wanted was the ills, my niggas had the LBs, major league, major league. Uh, LBs, although the power comes around, goes around. I used to bring the hoes around, like yo, my nose a piece of her, how I bring the door around. To the bank, long gas fill the tank, hit the curb, spill the drink, and say they real, but really I ain't get the money, kill complaint, shit. All I want is the money, but everybody wanna ball, man. Oh man, cross over, step back, jump shot, ball. Everybody wanna ball, man. But all I want is the money. Everybody wanna ball, man. Sell birds. All I want to do is sell words. Cause all I want is the money. I got to ask you a question. Is it? Is that Mr. Maurice Bateman in the background? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm saying like, nah, he would have still been singing. He would have still been singing right now. <laughs> but now, nah, man, we appreciate you, man, coming on tonight, man. I know you've been busy. We was uh, trying to put this together for a few weeks, so we're glad you can uh, splice us in your uh, in your schedule, man. Thanks to uh, the missus for allowing you to come on tonight, and uh, hopefully at some point, you know, maybe we can bring the whole band on, man. And uh, yeah, when y'all get ready to drop that album, uh, this something. Definitely, man. I tell, I, tell, I tell you what, you tell us when y'all ready. Yeah. If it's taking too long, we're gonna come get you. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> right across the house, so <laughs> just go stick the phone in her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, man, appreciate you, man. Uh, until next time, what we got? Who got? We got the barbers coming on this week, we got some more people. Uh, we trying to lock in after that, so make sure y'all tune in, stay locked in, and then uh, I'm gonna play this outro, and then we are gonna get up out of here. Sticks and stone may break my bones. Words ain't gonna never hurt me. I see, man. All right, y'all. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, bro. Really do it, and you don't do it.